0: Hello everyone, I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Kevin Dahl. Kevin is a geek at heart who loves technology and is fascinated by its impact on society. A background peppered with senior roles in business development, sales, product development, operations, and HR, Kevin started building companies while studying at the U of S and continued that entrepreneurial drive by jumping into a startup right after graduation. After moving to Calgary, Kevin had an opportunity to work as a community builder at Calgary Technologies Inc. and ultimately returned to industry as a founder and early employee in several startups over the years. Kevin is now a director in Plug and Play's Alberta office where he leads their sector agnostic AI ML program and co-leads their sustainability and clean resources program. And now I'll pass the mic over to Kevin for his interview with Shanika Abising and Jenna Galloway. Take it away, Kevin.
1: Awesome. Well, welcome everyone to the Libby Podcast. I'm Kevin Dahl, and today I'm joined by Shanika Abisinga, advisor at Platform Calgary, and Jenna Galloway, founder at Wimbin, a youth and family focused yoga and wellness hub that has both digital and in-market components. Shanika is a coach with the Alberta Catalyzer, and Jenna is a founder who is currently participating in the program. Both have had great experiences launching and growing startups in Calgary, and today they're going to tell us about their experiences and learnings that they've had from along the way. So before we dive in and really get into the heart of the conversation, I think it'd be great to to have some introductions and to learn a little bit more about Shanika and Jenna. So maybe Shanika, I'll throw to you first. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into becoming a coach?
2: (laughs) That's a great question. So I actually had a startup, I still have a startup, not sure what's going on there. If you know, you know, (laughs) but was in the ecosystem for a few years, actually went to Platform and through the Junction program. And then when my startup started winding down, I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So coming back to Platform with a team that I knew seemed like an easy yes decision. And of course, with our team here at Platform, we've really worked hard with Innovate Edmonton to stand up the Alberta Catalyzer, which is uh, the program that I'm a coach on. So You know, just the usual, Kevin, going from a startup to coaching and after that, who knows?
1: (laughs) So, Shanika, I have to ask, during that time of working with Platform Calgary, you know, who, who was the coach or the advisor that that stood out the most to you and, and kind of got you kind of in the, the brain space of thinking about becoming a coach yourself?
2: Oh, so you want me to say you, right? Is that, is that <laughs> what you're getting?
1: Sorry, loaded question. I apologize. That's not what this podcast is all about. But no, uh, you know, in all seriousness around that question, was there any one or, or any any opportunities or any moments in time where you thought, hey, this could actually be really cool. I, I, I'm interested in trying that out.
2: Yeah, a hundred percent. So I uh, I always say with the platform team and what I love so much is that the coaches, they they never left us and they were really there for us as founders. So the entire coaching team at the time reached out all the time to check up on us for everything. Like, of course, how our startup was doing, but also how we were doing as people. And I think that really just solidified that relationship. And I actually was a advisor slash coach on the summer student advisory program that we had, which is my first sort of taste at doing it and a great exercise in just, you know, practicing. (laughs) I think as entrepreneurs, we get so used to solving problems. So to be in a coaching space where you have to help someone else figure out how to solve their problems, it it was a good first test.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's turn the tables over to Jenna. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about what motivated you to to launch your your company, Wimbin. And also, I believe the the digital component is called Fledge, if that's correct.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Getting started with building a business was definitely not what I had planned to do. I actually wanted to become a doctor. And so while I was in or studying health sciences at the University of Calgary, I started experiencing some of my own uh, mental health challenges, so struggles with anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. And so through that experience and going through the system and trying to navigate my own challenges, a really big turning point in my healing was actually switching my perspective to other people and thinking about how I could help others who might be going through something similar, just to better navigate their own journey. And so at the time I was working on a research grant, looking at how autism is diagnosed. And so was learning a lot about the families and what programs were accessible and affordable. And there wasn't a lot of holistic programming available at the time. So I literally put a post out on Facebook asking if any yoga teachers wanted to volunteer their time and teach a free program for children with autism to get their bodies moving and to provide them with a fun space where they could come and find community. That just organically grew. Siblings started coming and parents started asking us for more and more programming. And so eventually we created Wimbin, which is our for-profit business. And we actually also have a charitable foundation called BEAM, which stands for Balance, Empower, Action, and Movement. And so through our for profit venture, we're able to sustain what we need to fund um, our charitable endeavors through BEAM. And then Fledge is our latest venture into EdTech. Through Wimbin, we've been running it for the past five years. We have a licensed preschool and kindergarten program, we run camps, classes. And school programs. We also run a teacher training. And so, all of our connections with stakeholders in the community led us to find a real gap in accessibility to mental health resources that are preventative from a really early age. So, teaching young children the social emotional regulation skills um, and building capacity within them so that they can face challenges as they grow older. And so, being a part of the Catalyzer has been really instrumental because I don't really have any tech background or experience in this realm. And so it's been a really positive experience just having people supporting me and learning more about how I can make this vision actually come to life.
1: That's amazing. I, I love hearing sort of the origin stories from founders because you know, just like startups, you know, founders themselves are, are so unique. Everyone's got their own personal journey and their own personal story. But something you said that I, I just want to you know make a, a brief comment on is around that, you know, seeing a problem or seeing something missing in the market and just deciding that, hey, you know, I'm going to put it out there. I want to solve this problem. And I think there might be other people that are experiencing the problem and want to solve it as well. I hear, I've hear, i heard that story so many times. And I found that, you know, in my experience, the, the entrepreneurs that ultimately are the most successful are the ones who are, you know, building community around a problem that they're passionate about. So really excited to, to kind of hear about your startup and, and, and your journey to becoming a, an entrepreneur. That's really, really exciting. And, you know, I love hearing those stories in the community. So maybe flip back to, to Shannon here. So in the Alberta Catalyzer program, I know you have the opportunity to work with a lot of early stage startups and, and even founders who are kind of at the early stage of founding their companies. I'm curious, you know, what are some of the, the most common challenges that that you see these early founders having when they're trying to get started? It's
2: actually something yeah, I know you all taught me, which is just really understanding the customer and the problem that you're solving for them, right? we constantly talk about customer discovery. And I remember my early, early days at Bessie, I think we were in Junction. We already had customers and we thought we understood it. We thought we knew the customer and we were like, why are they telling us this? And my advisor at the time, Sadia, actually (laughs) pulled me aside and was like, go talk to your customers. And I totally understand why now seeing these early stage startups and founders go through it that's the key thing is really understanding the problem that you're solving for them and really understanding them is something that uh, i feel like regardless of how big your startup grows that's just so 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 important to whatever you want to build
1: and, and I know talking to customers is one of those crazy things that as as most of us, you know, starting out is like, I've got this idea. This is going to be the best thing ever. I know this is going to be huge because it solves a problem for me. Why would I need to talk to anybody about it? It's going to do nothing but hurt me because I'm going to share my idea and someone's going to steal it. So I know that's a big thing to overcome. Jenna, have you had any moments like that where when you were building community around your, your company, your startup, were there, were there any? challenges, anything that you had to kind of, you know, force yourself to do to get out there and really understand, you know, what your customers need?
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the best part of being included in the Catalyzer has been that emphasis on customer discovery. I think, um, as entrepreneurs we can get really fixated on our solution and what we think is the right approach to solving a problem whereas in the catalyzer we're taught to become obsessed with the problem and obsessed with the customer so we're constantly interviewing people getting feedback iterating um, and adapting our ideas based on what we're actually hearing and i think that wimbin as a business has been completely built on customer feedback we never had the intention of uh, creating a licensed preschool and kindergarten program, but that's what the community asked of us. And that's what we were able to deliver on. And so since day one, we've just been listening to what uh, parents, families, and educators need and seeking out the right connections and um, supporters in the community that can help us make that happen.
1: Yeah, let, let's double click on this a little bit. I would love to hear from Shanika, What is one piece of advice that you would give a founder who is going out and talking to customers for the first time?
2: Oh, my goodness. I would say there's just so much more power in listening. Of course, you need to ask them a question to prompt them. But being open to where that conversation goes, especially nowadays with everything that we've gone through the last few years, people this connection, you just never know what they're going to share and how that can inform sure the product that you're building or the marketing that you have. I would say just more so that connection, right. That you have with that customer that there's a piece about just leaning into empathy, which is the most important thing I find when you're doing customer discovery.
1: And as a, as a sort of customer discovery proponent myself, I know that customer discovery is never done. It's, it's a journey that, that evolves as your business grows. And I'm curious, Jenna, you know going through catalyzer with sort of some some additional support from the coaches. Did you have any aha moments or anything that you you kind of had that light bulb moment while you were going through the program?
3: Yes, I had a huge light bulb moment actually when we were doing our customer discovery during the engage cohort. So we initially wanted to target quite a broad market, but through speaking with our customers and identifying where the problem was actually started or starting. We, um, we realized we actually needed to narrow down on a smaller um, community. And so we were able to identify people who could be our early adopters um, that could advocate for what we're doing and really spread the word.
1: As I've learned a little bit about your business, and, and we've talked a little bit about you know, Wimbin and, and now Fledge, I'm curious, I, I'd love to have you share a little bit more with us about, you know, why moving into this technology realm? Right, you've built a successful business. You've been around for five years. What is the the opportunity, or or what is the new problem that you're you're really able to solve um, through this sort of tech venture that you're now uh,
3: pursuing? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I think since day one, my overall vision has been to impact as many kids in a positive way that we could, and to get everyone the help that they might need from an early age to avoid facing some of those issues that can come up later down the line. So with women, it's been amazing and we've been able to create this really tight knit community, but we also only serve a specific demographic. And so there are tons of kids out there who could really benefit from what we are doing at a much smaller scale in person throughout brick and mortar at the moment. So exploring tech and the pandemic has given us the opportunity to dabble in that a little bit and see the potential. And then just speaking with educators and parents about what's missing right now in the resources that are available, it's become just incredibly evident that there's a huge gap in the market for a tool that makes things really simple and that puts um, resources into the hands of educators, parents and children so that they can feel empowered to pursue their own learning and build their own capacity as opposed to outsourcing to a professional or keeping track of their wellness. Not to say that that's not important. There's an absolute need for that. But I don't think we have the resources as a community to provide a one-on-one psychology session to every child who might need it or a teacher in a classroom with 30 children Everyone has different complex needs, and so it's a lot of stress on that educator to be able to help each and every child to optimize their learning. So implementing a tech solution is really exciting to us because we can share at such a broader scale and make this much more accessible to everyone
1: yeah and and I noticed you know through your your website as well you offer you know not just sort of the the typical preschool and, and kindergarten but you also offer camps and and other programs and and I'm curious to to know as a as a father of of two kids that are you know seven and nine you know what would you tell parents about you know how they can get engaged with your programs
3: yeah, absolutely. We think of winden as like a tree and so The preschool and kindergarten programs are kind of like the seeds. That's where we are really laying the groundwork and setting a solid foundation. So that's one of our program offerings. And then as children get older, we still want to stay connected and be able to be that community pillar for them. So we have yoga classes, we have camps that run seasonally, and then we also go into schools and different communities like sports teams and not for profits to provide group programming so if you're not able to get down to the studio we can bring it into the school and then our branches are kind of like our community outreach so we have a teacher training program we've trained over 800 instructors across north america and that's a way of sharing our philosophy and our programming with other educators so that they can then go and share that within their communities as well so if anyone's interested in program offerings or getting involved or just is passionate about education and wellness, we would love to connect with you and have a conversation.
1: Awesome. And sorry, I know this podcast isn't about sales pitching or anything like that, but you know, as a parent, I was, I wanted to know that question. And I feel like any parent that's listening is probably going to want to know that answer as well. So thank you for sharing that, Jenna. Yeah. So let's dive back a little bit more to Alberta Catalyzer. So Jenna, You've been in the program. You're currently in the program. Can you can you talk a little bit with us uh, here today about sort of what that experience was like initially? I'm assuming now you've kind of got a good feel for for the program since you've been in it for a while. But you know, what has that experience been like for you?
3: I think this experience is so invaluable. Like, I can't thank the people at Platform enough for providing this opportunity because, as I mentioned before, I don't have a technical background and. A lot of the time as an entrepreneur, you're just trying to figure things out and it can be quite challenging and lonely. So being able to come into a program where people do see your value and they do believe in your idea and are able to jump and kind of provide you with the resources and the connections that you need, it's just been allowed us to accelerate leaps and bounds to where we probably would have gotten on our own and then just the connections with the other entrepreneurs that are in the program and the coaches has been super invaluable, being able to share experiences and lean on one another for connections. Excellent.
1: Excellent. That is, it's great to hear that journey. And, you know, I think everyone has a different path that they walk as they, they enter a program like Catalyzer. And so it's really interesting to kind of hear your journey. Shanika, you've been quiet for a while. I haven't asked you any questions for a little while. So, you know, are are, are you Jenna's or... or uh, in Catalyzer, do you get paired? Are you Jenna's coach specifically, or are you just having the opportunity to kind of work with her on a ad hoc basis through the program?
2: Yeah. So we do get paired off and she is one of the ones I got to work with, but also throughout the program, we have, you know, Kevin, it's very similar to Junction where it's like, there might be folks with different expertise, right? So other people and other coaches can help, but Yes, Jenna is someone that I am working directly with.
3: In the first cohort in Engage, it was great because we got a chance to work with multiple coaches. And so you kind of got an opportunity to feel out who you connected with and who could really advocate and support you. And Shanika has been really instrumental in driving things forward for Fledge and for Wimbledon. You have all the ideas in your head. I just reassure you. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So Jenna, since you mentioned kind of the different stages of the program, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna turn over to Shanika and, and ask, you know, for those who are listening who who aren't familiar with Catalyzer and sort of the different stages and are wondering, you know, is this the right program for me? Could you share a little bit with us about the different stages of the program and You know, what types of of founders and and where they may be in their journey, uh, where they can plug in?
2: Yeah, I would say that the big thing is just everyone, if you have an idea that you're curious about or have done a little bit of customer discovery, apply, 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 apply. The applications are rolling and we basically want to slot people in where it makes sense for them along that journey. Jenna mentioned she's in like a different phase of the program right now. But uh, we have folks that have been there since the first phase all the way through. We have folks that just started the second phase here. So it's just all about meeting you and your startup where you're at and getting you the supports that you need where you are and helping you scale through whatever growth we foresee coming for you as well. So it's just a general apply. All the applications are the same for all of them. So there's no difference there. And just we're there to support you wherever you need it.
1: Great. So I have to ask this this sort of different question, but similar. So who should not apply? to participate in the Catalyzer program.
2: Are we talking about personality types, types of businesses? I I will leave that to you, Shanika. You
1: can expand on any area that you you would like to. Yeah,
2: no, I would say, look, tech can, I think a lot of us, when it comes to tech, we sometimes don't know what we can build if we're not exposed to it, right? And um, it is a pre-accelerator for a lot of, with the goal of getting these startups into where actually Kevin works. So in plug and play and some of the other accelerators that have moved into the city. But I think if I could lay out the perfect, not the perfect, like the ideal, (laughs) someone who's curious, right? At the end of the day, you're going to be learning a lot in a short amount of time, curious and hungry. We're going to connect you with so many people. So making sure to follow up with those folks and keeping in touch with us too. I, I think those are all pieces that can really play in someone's favor and yeah. So I would say it's a, yes, we want something that's, of course, related to the tech industry, but anything can be tech. Remember, don't forget that. And just really curious founders who are curious about the problem, curious about the customer, curious about the tech innovation sector here in Calgary and Alberta, which seems to be growing every other second and really want to be a part of the community that we're building.
1: Perfect. Jenna, I don't know, you, you, you're you, kind of laughing there at one point. Would you, would you add anything to Shanika's uh, comments?
3: If I could say anything, it's just jump in, even if you're feeling apprehensive or Like you might not be a fit, just give it a shot. You never know what will come of it. I didn't know if it would be a good fit for me, but the people at platform will give you honest feedback and they'll point you in the right direction. So regardless of whether or not you take this program, I think it's valuable to reach out and just get connected with the community.
1: You know, I I think that is such... Valuable advice for for people who are are just getting started, young entrepreneurs, and, and young in terms of where their ideas are, not necessarily age, because you can be an entrepreneur at any age. But I really think, kind of grown up in this community over the last 15 years, the community is very welcoming. And if you plug in, you come out to a rainforest event, you come out to a platform event, and you just get connected the community will naturally try to direct you towards people and organizations that can help and and that's something that wasn't always the case and, and I think we're really lucky in 2022 to have a, a very supportive community that is that's inclusive that tries to help each other and, and tries to support each other so that's something that i'm I, I love seeing in the community here today all right well I, I know we've been talking a lot about catalyzer so I, I think you know I want to talk a little bit more just about entrepreneurs and, and founders in general. So uh, I have a question for, for each of you that I, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts about. Um, you know, what advice would you give a founder who is looking to launch their tech startup today?
2: Okay, so we're going with the assumption that they know their customer, they know their problem that they're solving. It's just to to lean into being uncomfortable growing a startup And scaling it is truly one of the most uncomfortable things you're going to do just because every single day something is new. There's like a new problem, maybe internally with your team, maybe your tech breaks, uh, maybe the customer who you thought was your ideal customer is not. And just to lean into it because you're going to grow so much through all of it. So, yeah, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I feel
3: like that's the best advice. Um, Be really okay with being uncomfortable. You're going to have to put yourself out there and in situations that are just not pleasant, (laughs) so I don't know. I'm saying this also, I'm, I get anxiety from meeting new people sometimes and find that a bit challenging, but something that Rainforest and Platform have been really great at doing is hosting and holding space. So I do feel comfortable when I come here and meeting different people. So put yourself out there and give it a chance. Yeah. And be uncomfortable. (laughs)
1: I don't know if that's something we'd want to put on a tagline for a promotional, but but I 100% agree. Uh, I do think that, that that is really important because truly, in as a startup, they're really if you find that you're comfortable, you're probably doing something wrong, or there's something that's about to blow up in your business that you're not paying attention to. On this community and and sort of talking about founders, I'm also curious. You know, I mentioned earlier, uh, and I think we all kind of agreed that the community has really you know evolved and is very open and welcoming. A question for for you, Shanika, what what do you think we can add? What's another ingredient that we can add to the community that's going to help Calgary and, and Alberta's innovation community go to the next level?
2: Yeah, I think that's a great question. And um, I'm actually going to give a shout out to Rainforest here in general. They did uh, their, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher it. It's their, the report on the ecosystem is the scorecard, the scorecard, that's what it is. And I took a look at it recently and I, I think where we can really shine or where we need to lean in more. is just when it comes to diversity and diversity across the board, we know that companies that are more successful typically have more diverse leadership and all those kinds of pieces. But with Calgary being the third most diversity as well, I I think that's a piece that we just need to continue to work at and continue to make a key priority, not just as um, ecosystem builders, obviously with platform and Catalyzer and things like that, but also with empowering our founders to really think about what companies they want to build, who they want to hire, and breaking down barriers that way as well.
1: You know, that, that Rainforest scorecard, I think they've done some amazing work there to come up with some some data points. And I'm not just saying that because this is the, the Rainforest-powered Libby podcast, but the thing that really stuck out to me in that report was that they actually found that startups that have a diverse founding team and diverse you know members actually, there is a, a measurable, quantifiable impact on success rates. And, and I believe that the number is the 19% more likely to, it's either more likely to attract venture capital, or it was more likely to, to actually achieve a, a certain level of, of revenue. So they've they've actually been able to, to quantify that. And, and to me, that, you know, I think, some people you know, look at DEI and inclusion and and you know this diverse nature and of, of building teams and building communities as sort of almost a something that we do just because it's good to do. And I think that it is good to do, absolutely, but there there is that measurable ROI and quantifiable. Uh, impact on the business of having those unlike minds, people from diverse backgrounds coming together, is where you find better ideas and you build more resilient teams. So, you know, I absolutely see what you're saying there, Shanika, and, and I agree. Jenna, any any missing ingredients or any ingredients that you think we can add to the community to to take us to the next level?
3: I think Calgary is doing a really good job of supporting entrepreneurs, but something that potentially could be stronger is just engaging youth in getting involved in entrepreneurship opportunities from an earlier age and just even realizing that entrepreneurship is an option. I think um, strategic thinking and just getting a chance to be creative and putting your ideas out there is so invaluable and that if more individuals were exposed to that in their earlier years at school, it's only for the better and will fuel the innovation ecosystem. Absolutely.
1: You know, I think if we we look at, you know, the trajectory that our community is going and, and the growth that we're hoping to see, we need those early, you know, kids who are, you know, going to school, elementary school to really see entrepreneurship as a viable career path. And I think as you, as you said, I think that's, uh, that would be an amazing thing and, and part of how we actually get to where we want to be as a community. All right. Well, I see we're, we're kind of coming up towards the end of time here. You know, I think, you know, I want to you know, obviously thank Jenna and Shanika for being on the podcast here with me today. And for everybody who's listening who maybe wants to connect with, with all three of us, maybe I'll, I'll let uh, everybody here, I'll go last. I'll let Jenna Shanika talk about how people can connect if they're interested in connecting after listening to this podcast. So Jenna, how can people connect with you if they want to learn more and uh, get connected with the good stuff that you're working on?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Please feel free to reach out to me via email. It's just jenna at wimbin.com. Good luck spelling Wimbin, but I'll let you guys figure that one out. Or you can find me on social media at wimbin on all channels. always open to having a conversation and hearing different perspectives, so please get in touch.
2: I'm everywhere. So, of course, I'm going to give the recommendation, folks, if you are listening and have a startup that you're like, hey, I think I need a little bit more help, apply to the Alberta Catalyzer. It's just a quick Google search and it'll pop up right away. And if you want to connect with it, myself or any of the other advisors at Platform, you can actually book some time with us. So if you go to Platform's website, you can book a direct call with folks, and the rest of the advisor crew here at Platform. And I'm on social too, but, you know, I'm a little chaotic. So <laughs> I would say just called platform on <laughs> all social accounts. It's Platform Calgary.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And for anyone who's interested in connecting with me and Plug and Play Alberta, you can check out just Google Plug and Play Alberta. You'll find our site, join the, the platform there, or you can find me on all the social media accounts. I'm maybe not as hectic as Shanika, but but I'm sure you can find me. So with that said, once again, I'd just like to thank you again, Jenna. It was great to learn more about you as an entrepreneur and, and your journey. And Shanika, I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing through the Alberta Catalyzer program. You guys are having an impact on entrepreneurs in the community. And as we talked about today, that's a very good thing and going to help us get where we need to get to as the innovation community here in Alberta. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a
0: great day. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social-barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. If you need software developers or you need software developed, New Idea Machine can make your ideas real. Visit newideamachine.com to learn more.